Evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Maseches Nazir Dav Tesvav. We'll be starting at the Mishnah, six lines down, and we will be finishing with the Perak on the top of Tesvav Amid Aleph. Um, and today we're going to be speaking about one clean sugya from Mishnah to the end of Perak. Um, in our previous Mishnah, is we've been discussing what happens when you have intersecting Nazirios. I accepted one starting on day twenty. I accepted another one starting today for a hundred days. And in the previous Mishnayos, we did not allow for two Nazirios to overlap. We said that they had to be interrupted. However, we're going to see an exception to that rule now, and that is that when the two Nazirios end at the same time, then we allow for there to be an overlap with two Nazirios. Let's get started with the Mishnah. Tezvav of six lines down. A person says that they want to accept Nazirios upon themselves for when they have a child. That's promise number one. And number two, Okay, so uh, he starts out with the one that's his second promise, which is the 100-day promise, because he's got nothing stopping him from doing it. He doesn't know when the baby's coming. They don't have, they didn't have delivery dates. So what happens? He starts his 100 days. While he's in the midst of his 100-day commitment of Nazirus, if the baby is born up to and including day 70, no problem at all. No problem at all. All you need to do is just keep counting. And then you've done 70 days. You get a twofer. Your first 70 days count as 70 of your, your 100 days. The next 30 days count as two different overlapping concurrent Nazirios. The last 30 days of 100 and the total of 30 days for the Ben, for the Nazirus for the child. And it's one set of months. No, it'll be two multiple sets of korbanos, I believe. I think that's the case. We don't discuss that here, but I believe that's the case. But that's only up to day 70. What if you surpass 70 such that the balance of your 100 is no longer 30 days where your hair is going to grow long enough? And then you're going to be pushed off with the korbanos, says the Gemara. If, in fact, the baby's born on day 80 into 100 days, then what's left of the 100? Only 20. That doesn't work. Then we need to say that you, you're so sir, you don't actually, you're not so sir, all of them, you really just end up needing to wait till day 30 to get your haircut. Summary shonim, remove these last few words of we're not going to go into that sugya. The Gemara now opens with a comment of Rav, and this comment of Rav will take us until the end of the parak. His comment is short, but the analysis of the comment is lengthy. What is Rav's comment? We're a third of the way down on Tes Vav at the open of the Gemara. Omar Rav, Yom Shivim Ola Lekan Ulekan. Wow, do these words seem simple, and wow, are they not so simple. The 70th day, remember, you're 70 days into your second neder, which is that you have the baby on day 70. So when the baby is born on day 70, that day counts both as day 70 for the 100. It also counts as day one of the new 30-day Naziris for the sun. Now that actually causes for a problem because if you do the math, you'll find out that the conclusion will be that the sun's Naziris will end a day before the other Naziris. Because since day 70 is day one and day 70, so when you add the 30 days to the one you're done on day 30, the days are staggered. They're off by just one day at the end. So Gemara is going to get into the details here about really why did our Mishnah say Ad Shivim? That's not actually the right number because even had they both been on 71, the conclusion would still have been day 100. It would have still been fine. So we need to get into what this means, what he calls here, Ola Lakan Lakan, that the 70th day functions as both 
the previous count and for the future count. Tanan, let's ask our first question. We had said in our Mishnah, no ladlo achivim lo hipsid klum. What do you mean, asks the Gemara, that what does it mean in our Mishnah when it says lo hipsid klum? That's not true. You actually did benefit from something. And what's that? That your Nazirus is one day shorter than you thought. Because of this din of Ola Lakanu Lakan. Therefore, the um the Naziris for that that a person accepted upon themselves for the Ben that will end a day earlier than the one hundred. You've gained something. What do you mean? Lo Lohifsid Klum? That's the wrong language. You gained something. Not Lohifsid, you gained. Ella says the Gemara, you're right. Bidin, who really it should be the case to low listen. The ratio of our Mishnah should not, not the ratio. That line of our Mishnah of um, of Shivim should not be there only because of the end. But really, 70 was uh, that number shouldn't have been there, it was only used in the Mishnah for symmetry, a terribly confusing symmetry. I sometimes wonder as we plow through Shas, as we've been doing, like sometimes we say, Ah, the Mishnah needs symmetry. Like, how far do we go for the sake of symmetry to the point that it's confusing? And the answer is yes. That is the answer because it's easier to memorize Mishnayis that way. Okay, that was question number one. Question number two, I already foreshadowed slightly, a little bit more than halfway down on Tesvav Manala. Tashma, Misefa. We have a problem with the end of our Mishnah. We had said, Nolat Achar Shivim, Soser Shivim. The only way that our Mishnah makes sense is if we understand as follows. My Achar, what does it mean after 70? It must mean Achar Achar, not 70 and not even Achar 70, but 72. If it was only one day later, if it was day 71, there too, we still have 30 days left of our count. No reason, says the Gemara, why both of these Nazirios can't happen at the same time because you'll have 30 days of hair growth. No problem. If that's true, why does the Mishnah say 70 and not 71? It should all work out that on day 71, it should have said, Why doesn't it say, It is, in fact, talking about day 71, and our Mishnah is not like Rav. This line of sounds like our Mishnah is like Rav. That's incorrect. That's not what it means. Take a look at Rashi or the Rivan. You can look and the Balei Atosos. They all say the same thing. 12 lines from the bottom on the inner margin. It says, Here's how the Rivan understands this. That we have this double question on Rav, that it must be that it's talking about day 71, it's Achar Shivim, and therefore that according to Rav, Rav says that they'd be so certain. Rav says that it only works if they, if they end at the same time. That's not correct. And therefore, we reject the Shita of Rav. We don't really reject the Shita of Rav. It's more that our Mishnah doesn't align with the Shita of Rav. So who then does Rav Shita align with? And the Gemara asks this question, six, seven lines from the bottom of the page on Tesla of Maralaf. The Rav Keman Amr According to whom does Rav say his line? Says the Gemara, it must be Aliba de Abishaul, Abishaul the Tana. It must be that Rav aligns with him. Where do we see this idea of Ola Lakan Ulakan that one day can really be two days? It'll be the, the previous half of one day will be A and and half of and the rest of that day will be B. How does that work out? Detanya, the Brysa writes, Hakoveres Meso, Rahman Litsan, a person buries a loved one. Shloshayam Kodan Luregel. If the person gets buried, three days prior to a regal, but then as we know, Shiva gets interrupted. We learned about this in Maseches Moikotan. 
What if, says the Tanakama, Shmona Yamim Kodam Regal? What if there are eight days that are prior to the Regal, seven for Shiva, and one to at least begin the Tkufa of Shloshim, and then it gets interrupted, but Lamimenagzera Shloshim? So you, were, you already fulfilled your Shiva because it's eight days before the Regal. So the seven days before your Yotzezain, you did the full uh, Shiva. But because we have that eighth day, that one extra day, therefore you were Yotze Shloshim, even though it was only one day, and the holiday interrupts it. And as a side din, in regards to hair cutting, that, as it relates to our sugya, is a tangential point. And now we're on the top of Tezvav and Mibbez, and we only saw the sheets of the Tanakama, but we had said that Rav was like Abishol. Let's see the Shita of Abishol. Abishol, Omer, he disagrees with the hair cutting piece. Just like we knew, know that the first three days that you keep, they are going to be interrupted when the regal comes. <coughs> so too, if you have seven days, not eight, if you have seven days before the shloshim, the regal begins, it's mevatel gzera shloshim. Why? The ta- this is the Machlokes Tanakama and Abishol. The Tanakama was of the opinion that if eight days were before the Regal, then you no longer continue your Shloshim after the Regal. But if only seven days, according to the Tanakama, was there, then you do keep Shloshim. Abishol argues. Abishol argues and says, seven days enough is enough. If you have seven days before a Regal, then there's no Shloshim even afterwards. My time at Abishol. And now we see precedents for the sheet of Rav. Rav said that the 70th day of our case in the Mishnah was Ola Lakan Ulakan. <laughs> and Abishol seems to hold exactly the same way, but in another context. And says the Gemara, not necessarily. Why not? Because the Gemara creates a Chakira between the world of Nizirus and the world of Shiv, uh, and the world of Avelus. Says the Gemara seven lines down. Dilma Akan Loka Amar Maybe the only time Abba Shaul says that the seventh day is Ola Lakan Ulakan is Ela Be'avelus Zayin Derabonon. That's because Shiva is only a Din Derabonon. That's why he holds it's Ola Lakan Ulakan, that the seventh day can have uh, its teeth both in the Shiva and after the Shiva. And therefore, that's why in our case of Avelus, he says we only need seven days before the Regal in order to ruin the Shloshim, because the morning of the seventh day will count as the seventh day, and the afternoon of the seventh day will count as the eighth day. Fine and good. Aval, maybe Abishol uh, would disagree, but Benazir Dorai said, he may not say that. He may say we need a full seven days, and therefore we have no raya from Abishol, even though he says explicitly that the seventh day is Ola Lakan Lakan, but maybe that doesn't function as a precedence for Rav. Rab was talking about a case that was a dindo raisa, a case of nizirios that bleed into one another. And here we're talking about derabanon, which is avelus and shivan shloshim, which is definitely derabanon. The only time the Rishonim discussed, the only time that we have a case where there is any avelus is raisa is possibly the first day, provided that the misa and the burial were done the first day. But otherwise, shivas all derabanon. And therefore, apples and oranges can't compare them. So therefore, we still don't know who Rav holds like. We know Rav doesn't hold like the author of our Mishnah. And now we know that we cannot conclude and say that Rav holds like Abba Shaul. So who then does Rav base his, base his shita on? Ela Rav says the Gemara, a quarter of the way down on Tezvav Mudbez, Ela Rav de Amar Kirib Yossi. What does Rabbi Yossi say? 
This is about the world of Zav and Zava. As we know, a woman who sees three reios of Zava in a row, she becomes what's called a Zava Gedola. She needs to hold of Shevanakim, and she also must bring Korbanos. Now, the Rishonim, the Rashi and the Rambam have a big machlokas about this in Hilchos Nida. The calendar used to basically work that from the day that a woman got her period, there would be a set of days called her Yemei Nida. Any blood seen in those days were considered blood of Nida. And then after that period of time, there were Yemei Ziva. And during the Yemei Ziva, any blood that she would see during those times would be Yemei Ziva. So during her Yemei Ziva, if she saw three Reios, three days in a row, Monday morning, Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, she is now considered a Zavagdola, and she um, and she is obligated to bring Korbanos and wait Sheva Nekim. As a reminder, the reason now, today, why we wait Sheva Nekim, when a woman is in Nida, why we wait Sheva Nekim, is not because of Hilchos Nida. Mida Oraisa, a woman who sees Dam, she has to go to the mikveh after seven days Dam, but that's not why we have Sheva Nekim. Sheva Nekim is not... That's totally not what we're talking about. Shevan Akim is in addition to the, to the menstruation. It's totally much longer. The only reason we keep that today is because we don't know what the woman's calendar would be nowadays. We don't know if that calendar would be uh, the first 11 days need uh, the next 18 days are considered Zava. We don't have that calendar. So because of a suffix that she might be a Zava, therefore we keep Shevan Akim. Otherwise we wouldn't. How much time does Zava uh, so it's it's called Shomeres Yom Keneged Yom, which we're going to learn about right now. Mm-hmm. So she sees, let's say she sees on Monday morning, she is a Zava. So then she keeps one day against that day that she saw. So the next day she's Tamea. Then she can go to the mikvah and she's fine. And if she sees two, also Shomeres Yom Keneged Yom. So two days of clean. But once she sees three, she's done for. And that's Shevan Akim plus Korbanos. And that's in fact what the Gemara says right here. Detanya Rav Yossi Omer. In a case of Shomeres Yom Keneged Yom, it's Erev Pesach. And a woman is Shomeres Yom Keneged Yom. She's in her Yemei Ziva. She sees a Re'iya or two. And she's not yet a Zava Gedola. And she thinks that she's not going to see any more blood. So what's the assumption? She'll be fine by tomorrow. Right? And she'll be able to eat from the Korban Pesach. So they include her Bechabura and says the Gemara, they did the Shechitas Pesach, and then they made her uh, they made her pure. She goes to the Mikvah, she's all fine and good. And now she's stuck because she just saw her third Re'iyah. And now she's a Zava Gedola. She's not allowed to eat the Korban Pesach. Uptura Milasos Pesach Sheni. However, this is an interesting bifurcation. She's not required to do Pesach Sheni. When is Pesach Sheni required? When someone was Tmea the entire time that she was eligible to bring the Korban Pesach. Here, she was under the assumption of Shomeris Yom Keneged Yom. They brought the Korban under the assumption that she'd be fine because Shomeris Yom Keneged Yom is a short period of time. Then she saw another Re'iyah that made her Tmea for seven days. And says the Gemara two things. On the one hand, she cannot eat the Korban Pesach. And at the same time, since she wasn't Tmea the whole time, because the first day that she saw her Zava, her Zava discharge, that only made her Shomer Siyom Keneged Yom still eligible for the Korban Pesach. Since she was, in theory, eligible for the Korban Pesach, when it was Nishchat, therefore no need for Meiser Sheni, for Pesach Sheni. Does that have to be three days Beretza? Three days Beretza. So if it's Monday, Tuesday, and then Thursday, it's still... Shomer Siyom. So that, that's not what happened here. This was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but on Monday, they shechted the Korban Pesach under the assumption she could eat it, and then she saw two more in a row, and then she became a Zavagadola. But because she was still a Shomer Siyom Kineged Yom, she 
does not have to redo the Korban Pesach because she was technically Tahora or theoretically Tahora at that time. My time of Dereb Yossi, why is it that we say this? It must be that in the morning when this woman woke up and she was only a Shomeris Yom Keneged Yom, what was that morning of the day for her? Shomeris Yom Keneged Yom. And then when she sees her Iyah, what is it for her? Zava Gedola. So that's what the Gemara says. My time of Dereb Yossi, La Mishum Dekosavar Miksas Hayom Kekulo. That part of the day was Zavaktana, and part of the day was Zavakdola. Skip the next four words. And Mikan Ulehaba Humetame. She only becomes Tmeya from seeing the third Re'iyah, but prior to the third Re'iyah, she had a different status. That's Rav. That's Rav. Why? What did Rav say? The 70th day is Ola Lakan Ulekan. The 70th day, it has a little bit of, of today and a little bit of tomorrow. What about the Zavaktana, who became a Zavagdola? In the morning, before she was a Zavagdola, she was a Zavaktana. And even though the three days were Beritzifus, and she became a Zavagdola for three days in a row, we still look at the morning as Zavaktana, and the afternoon as a Zavagdola. Haraya, she doesn't have to do Pesach Sheni, because she was technically eligible that morning as a Shomer, Yom Kenege Jom. So we see Rav has precedence in the Tanaim, and that would be Rabbi Yossi. Halfway down, the Gemara says on Tesvava Medbez, wait one second. Does Rabiosi really hold that we view her as a Zavaktana in the morning and a Zavagdola in the afternoon? After all, Umi Hachi Vatanya. We have a Brisa that says not like that. And you have to follow the language here. Vatanya Rabiosi Omer. Zav, which is a man, Balshte Reios, Sheshachto Vizarko Allah Bishvi, Vikhain Shomer Syom Keneged Yom, Sheshachto Vizarko Leha, the Achar Kachro. In these two cases, one of a man, one in a woman, where the next re'iyah that they see will be the one that makes makes them tame. Even though retroactively, when they become the zavagdola or the zavgadol, retroactively we look at everything they sat on, everything they put their weight on, and we say that they're tameim lemafreya pesach pesachsheni. What do we see going on here? We have a din lemafreya by it when it comes to when it comes to tumas mishkav moshav. Mishkav moshav is like this: if a person is uh, a zazav and they take their weight and they press down on a couple of mattresses, all the mattresses become tamei. All of them are tamei. What did we just learn here? Retroactively, if in the evening you became a zav gadol or a zav gadola, what was the truth in the morning? Retroactively, you were a zav gadol in the morning. That's not Rabbi the Rabbi that we saw said, no, the morning is Zavaktana and the afternoon is Zavagadola. Now you're telling me that there's a retroactive status. That's not, that's not Rabbi Yossi. So says the Gemara, you're absolutely right. And the Gemara responds, my lemafreya. What did Rabbi Yossi mean in this brisa when he speaks about lemafreya? Not Nido Raisa, only Midar It's a rabbinic conjunction. But Mido Raisa, you were technically Tahor, even retroactively. We're only Metame Mishkabu Moshav Midrabanan on a rabbinic level. And Hachinami Mistabra, it has to be that this is the case. Because if it was true that really Lemafreya on a Deoraisa level, we go back to what you sat on in the morning and say it's Tme Mido Raisa, that can't be. How do I know? Because what did the Brises say about the Korban Pesach Sheni? But there, there the Gemara said, Pesach Sheni. If in fact the Lemafreya was a Din de Oraisa, and really when she became a Zavagdola at night, we look back in time and say those three days were Beretzifus, she's a Zavagdola, and that whole time was a period of time of Zavagdola. We, we clearly don't say that. Why? Because she's pure from the Pesach Sheni. Because she was not deemed Midoraisa fully Tmeya during that time. So we see that that makes sense. And the Gemara says, 
Maybe it may well be the case that in general we would have said the Tuma is Deoraisa. And we're trying to answer up our question here. My term Pesach because it could be that there was Tuma Midoraisa, but Tahom Deziva Hitiru. What is this? What's Tahom Deziva Hitiru? So take a look at. Rashi slash Rivan, 12 lines from the bottom. I didn't write this. I'm just reading it. This is what he says. At the time when they actually did the Shechita, the blood that would be a, a Ziva discharge for her was still in the uterus. Uh, and it didn't leave her body yet. It's an unbelievable thing to read. Because the blood is still in her body, it hasn't discharged yet. So right now, even though in an hour, that blood will leave her body, and then retroactively, you're right, all three days are buttoned up, and she's a Zabagadola. But as it relates to the Korban Pesach and the Dinah Miksas Hayom Kikulo, we say that that amount of time between the second and third discharge when the blood was in her body, in, in the uterus, but not discharged, that's when we apply the Din of, that is when we apply the Din of Miksas Hayom Kikulo. Sounds very mechudash to me. We don't, do we say that anywhere else? I don't know. Okay, that's what the Gemara means with Tahom Deziva Hitiru. Why do you know we only go Right? In Maseches Nida, the Mishnayas discuss how many uh, episodes of uh, Trumos do we say are tar when a woman becomes a Nida? She became a Nida. Do we look back Me'es Do we look back Mipikida uh, Lepikida? Remember that Mishnah there? We learned about this idea in Maseches Nida. How far do we look back and say, wait, we messed things up? She shows up, a woman shows up to take care of the tar. She's making challah. And she makes 40 challahs in a row. And on the 40th challah, she senses that she became a Nida. Taka she did. So that's a machlokas as to how we look at the retroactive status. I don't know if that's the rice or the rabbi. I don't know. I don't know without looking. I have no idea. Okay. And by the way, says the Gemara, eight lines from the bottom, getting to the end. The Afraboshia Savar He also held that way. Big, big challenges in the Girsa here. This is not correct. It's not the Tanya. It should say the Amar of Oshia. We'll go back to what he said in a second, but it cannot be the Tanya because Ravoshia was not a Tana. He was an Amora and he was a colleague of Rav Yochanan, as we'll soon see in the Gemara. So that's why the Rishonim here, even the, even forget the Rishonim, uh, everybody, this was like, a, it's just a clear error. It's not the Tanya. It's not a Brisa. It's a statement from an Amora. So let's see what he said. I'm going to read it again. Uh, with with the corrections, the Af Ravoshia Savar Lemafreya Midrabanon, the Omar Rev Oshia. What does he say? Aval Haroezav Bishvi Shelo Soser Eshelafano. That he had said that if a person sees Dam on the seventh day of their Shevanakim, it ruins Eshelafano. It ruins it. Baomerle Rev Yochanan Lo Nister Eliyomo. It only ruins that day. So Ravoshia seems to say it ruins all of Shevanakim. That's how we view it. If a woman sees a kesem that is worth, uh, that's halachically valid, again, we know that if a woman is wearing white undergarments and she sees a kesem, the kesem has to, first of all, be larger than the size of a gris. 
which is the size of a U.S. penny. It has to be the right color. It has to be on material that's not makabal tuma. Uh, that is makabal tuma. It has to like a whole set of rules. But if taka she does it, ruins her shevinikim. Here we're not seeing that. What does Rav Yochanan say? Lo It only ruins that 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 last day of the count. And says the Gemara, what are you talking about? Manafshach, that makes no sense. Isasar, kulu sasar. If in fact there's a stira here, then the whole thing should be done. What is this one day stira? In ilo sasar, if it isn't a stira, then lo nistar velo yomo. Rav Yochanan, what are you talking about? Like, what kind of stira is there for only one day when it comes to Shevin Akim? It should ruin everything or ruin nothing. You're right, but in regards to Rav Yochanan, says the Gemara, eleima lo nistar velo yomo. So Rav Yochanan was of the opinion that there is no stira at all. And Omar lay. You need Rashi here at the bottom. Rashi says at the bottom, Omar lay Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan says, Rav Yossi koi kavasach. The Rav Yossi holds of your opinion. He says to Rav Yochanan, you must hold like him that you only become Tame from, from today. And it doesn't ruin the past. Says the Gemara, wait one second. How do we understand Rav Yossi's Lamafreya? And now we're saying for the third time, and this time it's within the camp of Ravoshia, so that we understand is, is Shita, my Lamafreya, Midirabbanan. And that's how the Gemara understands Rav Yossi. Let me just summarize briefly what's going on so that we have things uh, as clear as can be. Rav said this Shita that in regards to the case of our Mishnah, that the 70th day is viewed Lakan Ulakan. He's certainly not the author of our Mishnah. Uh, as we've shown, his comment was right in the beginning of the Gemara, and our Mishnah cannot be the author. We tried uh, Abashol from the case of Avelos, no comparison, Avelos is Derabbanan, and Rav is talking about it in Daraisa. We found that Raviosi is a valid shita, but then we saw Stira within Raviosi because one case of Raviosi was clean cut, the other was Lemafreya, and we said, don't worry, the case of Raviosi is a case that is only Lemafreya Midrabbanan, Ravoshia agrees. That brings us to where we are right now, three lines from the top of the page on Tezayin Amadalav, heading to the end of the parak. And says the Gemara, Rav Yossi Michti, we need to understand Rav Yossi's Shita at all. How does this ever work? Savar Kikulo. If in fact Rav Yossi is of the opinion that when it comes to a Zaba, that there's even a, a Metzias of Mixasayom Kikulo, Zaba Gemur Demaisi Korban If she sees blood at uh, 9 a.m. every day for three days, so the Gemara says, what is the case where she'll ever see a Korban? If you hold that Mixasayom Kikulo, then once it's mixed as Ayom Kikulo, then the morning is no longer Zavagadol. How do you how do you create a scenario of a Zavagadol with Korbanos? Because it's mixed as Ayom Kikulo, which means on day one, let's say she sees a, a blood at 4 p.m. So the morning was not Zava, and the afternoon is Zava. And then the next day she sees at 4 p.m. again. So in the morning it's not Zava, and in the afternoon it's Zava. So it's always mixed as Ayom Kikulo. You can never build three days. The Gemara gives, and then says the Gemara to finalize its question. Once you see only half of a day, the other half of the day, by definition, is a day of Shomer Yom Kenegad Yom. That's Zavak Katana status. So, according to Rav Yossi, how do we ever create a scenario of a Zavak that brings Korbanos? Once you hold Mixas Yom Kikulo, there's no way to create that scenario. And the Gemara gives two answers. The blood doesn't stop. She's constantly bleeding for those 72 hours. And therefore, there is no mix asayom kikulo because she never stops bleeding. 
This is a difficult answer. She saw all three days toward the end of the day. And there, there we didn't have a scenario where we could create Shomeris Yom Keneged Yom. This does require some Rishonim. And if you take a look at the last Rashi, there was no time after she saw blood for that day to be a Shomeris Yom Keneged Yom. And therefore, the whole first day is considered to be um, is considered to be day one, and therefore we do have a scenario, or two scenarios, I should say, where a woman is able to become a Zavagdola with Korbanos. We finished the second parak of Maseches Nazar. He writes, we should come back to this staff in seven and a half years. Wishing you all a beautiful night. I want to, I'd like to say a comment.